So hi and welcome back to the Fry Guys podcast. I have a really special guest today and I'm super, super happy to announce that I have Sarah Baltus in my podcast here today. Hi, Sarah. How are you? <laughs> hi, Renata. So great to be here with you today. I'm really excited and thank you. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to be in your podcast. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for taking your time and I'm really, really excited. And um, yeah, I'm really excited to talk with you about your story and uh, what you're doing. And um, yeah, and first of all, I want to ask you, do you have a morning routine? And if yes, how do you start your day usually? That is, that is an awesome question because I think it is, Like when, how we start our day, we determine a lot how the rest is looking and it is exactly one intention to, uh, um, yeah, to, to not rearrange, but to put more emphasis this year again on my routines because it, it, I have one for a long time, which is meditation and gratitude practice in the morning. But my, my wish is to, yeah really um uh, be more conscious this year about it uh, and and to not negotiate it <laughs> it is it's like sometimes it happens to me in the last year especially that i needed to negotiate it for whatever it was and i think that is that is something which is super super important for me to uh, to uh, yeah to focus on so what am i doing in the morning is after waking up to uh, be especially grateful to uh, uh, to uh, to practice gratitude and before standing up mostly i i i stand up to make like a, a hot water or my ginger water mm -hmm. is to um, um yeah to really put the feet on the ground and <laughs> and be happy to be alive that is something i yeah it's, it's like a little connection in the morning Mm -hmm. um, after that, uh, it's it's meditation uh, combined sometimes with yoga and um, and last year I was re-play of uh, changing a bit with the sport routine I was starting. So not every day is the same, but every day a bit of variation. Mm -hmm. And um, but then I have. Um, Then going to the shower, and that's sometimes it's first the shower or first the practice. It's depending a bit, and I I, I don't know if you know that that um, I'm it's like an Ayurvedic oil uh, cleansing in the mouth. That's something which I I yeah I I practice for a very long time. And it's like a, a cleaning and to be silent in the morning. That is something which helps me a lot. And then um, a really uh, like a shower with awareness of cleansing, like spiritual cleansing or mm -hmm. like emotional cleansing and using the shower in the shower, uh, hoponopono. That's something what I'm, I'm doing. Oh, wow. Beautiful. Yeah. And can you explain the whole ponopono for those maybe who don't know this exactly and they were like uh, what did you say actually was this i don't know another language or <laughs> yeah it's, it's um i mean i have to uh, 
what what I learned is that it's a, a forgiveness ritual, um, a ritual to uh, to forgive uh, and especially to cleanse, yeah, to uh, to heal, a healing ritual. And this is, I think, it's a Hawaiian tradition, um, and uh, it's made out of four phrases, which is first of all to say, um, "I'm doing it in Spanish." So <laughs> <I can't laughs> um, it says, "Please forgive me. I'm sorry. I love you and thank you." Or "Thank you. I love you." Uh, four phrases which is really or in my case how i'm applying it with me it's like that i'm um first of all i take these words as an invitation for my whole whole system for my whole body to really uh, yeah say sorry for maybe all the stress i've i've been uh, giving up for something i want to liberate or i want to wash off in the morning um for a bad dream or for uh, uh, yeah whatever comes up in this more in this moment to to say i'm sorry for for this and as well to really practice a bit of compassion with myself because it is something which often is happening in our life that we're the least compassionate people <laughs> with ourselves it's like you have to do that and you have to be strong <laughs> yeah. and whatever mm -hmm. and yeah that is one very important point in this ritual for me then um thank you i think it's thank you first no thank you mm -hmm. and i love you as appreciation and as well as practicing the gratitude and as well sending the energy of love through the whole system, appreciating our body, appreciating my body, appreciating, appreciating this wonder mm. <laughs> instrument we are having. And yes, yeah, so this is like the moment, like a really a moment of awareness. It's, it's a moment of awareness for me. And this is what I'm what I'm doing. I would like to extend this, uh, yeah, this morning routine a bit in terms of journaling a bit more, like having, like having really time for me. This that that is something I haven't been able to do always. Um, and and this year, uh, my intention is to wake up one hour earlier <laughs> one hour earlier to uh, to start my day uh starting starting uh on monday because this the last couple of days we're still vacation and i said vacation is vacation there i'm more i gi i give myself the permission to to be more free in my daily routines and everything but to start on monday with waking up at five to try this out wow. <laughs> i will tell you i will tell you how this is working but uh to use this chance and um especially because what i feel uh, last year i did one very beautiful yoga retreat and we woke up before the sun comes out and here in colombia the sun comes always out before six i mean there is no seasons it's always on the same time and it felt like in, in, in this in this in this ashram we have been, it's like they are all waking up at five. 
yeah, to welcome the sun and to welcome this new day. And that I found it so beautiful that I said, oh my God, that has such a nice energy. And let's see if I'm able to, um, now, I mean, it's, it's my intention. And um, yeah, that's, that's a bit regarding my morning ritual. <laughs> beautiful, thank you so much for sharing. And the funny thing is when you said five o'clock, I'm actually also, doing kind of a challenge at the moment <laughs> to yeah. wake up at five o'clock as well, because my, my partner actually wakes up at five two. So I was like, Oh, what if I just wake up at five two, you know, and just see how it goes. And I, I mean, it is sometimes quite hard when you're in bed and you're like, Oh no, I actually don't want to get up. It's so early and it's so dark still outside here. So um, it's actually quite hard, but actually once you're out and then you, you just actually see how much time you have with your day. And I think yeah. that it's, it's so precious, our time nowadays, really. And, totally. and this is like, this is exactly having this, this morning routine in, a, in, a, in, a, in an environment where you feel that the world is still starting to uh, to uh, yeah to get up and it's like a moment really of consciousness i mean i'm i'm on this path but uh, i want to uh, add that really the morning ritual is something which is defining the day and i'm totally honest that it hasn't been always like or for me this last year was an on hop on hop off <laughs> I have this routine. I I do it. I do it whether it's one thing and the 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 shower mostly I'm doing. I'm always doing the the moment of silence with my oil with my my oil cleansing and as well my ginger ginger tea or my hot water. But like it's it's as well okay to realize okay I'm not today in the mood of. Uh, meditation I'm not today in the mood of moving okay I accept it and that's something which I really needed to recognize mm. and to to become aware of this different kind of mood sometimes and not to punish myself for that yeah totally yeah I think nowadays we we punish ourselves okay. so fast if we for example didn't do our routine if we okay you know um yeah if we didn't do this and we're so fast at judging ourselves really and it is so important what you actually said um at the beginning as well about compassion um i think it's so important because we always try to bring compassion to others but never actually first to ourselves <laughs> you know to to really accept and love and honor ourselves really and I think that's, yeah, it's so beautiful um, and, with your morning. And one th thing you just said it's as well, uh, nowadays, I mean, especially when we're in this coaching uh, yeah, environment and uh, connected with other coaches and mentors and leaders and spiritual leaders. I mean, everyone talks about the morning and evening and whatever routine. And yes, I feel it's very, very, it's it's a very important for me but sometimes we are getting into the self-optimation process yeah it's like like you know it's like that 
life is not good when you don't do your morning routine. Yeah, for example, it's, and this is some, sometimes like, yeah, hello, you're <laughs> still breathing, all is well. Yeah, it's, it's basically just to create this awareness that we are all humans, that we have good days, that we have not so good days. And that's, that's a tool to elevate our energy. But sometimes when, it's, when you don't do it, don't judge yourself yeah yeah exactly exactly yeah that's so so beautiful sad just to go with the flow and just like be a bit more you know playful as well and be at ease about it you know it's like it doesn't matter if you do it or not you know you you're also gonna have to live in a way as well and um you're gonna enjoy yourselves and yeah that's what i actually had to learn as well the last year um and I think a lot of people struggle with this nowadays, totally. Totally, and, and to, to, to see what kind of intention, why I'm doing this. No, it's like, why I'm doing it to, to, to create awareness for me, to create a moment for me, to start consciously in the day. But sometimes when I don't feel like it, then it's okay too. Then if my intention more is like to, uh, yeah, to uh, just not do it, it's, it's, I needed to recognize that it's, it has to be okay too yeah it's yeah. life when i want to have just breakfast with my husband and the kids and and just go out or for a trip or you know that that sometimes as well to live to to live what's what's there what's coming up mm -hmm. yeah totally i i 100 i agree <laughs> with everything you said um yeah so I would love to go back into your story. So you said you didn't always have this morning routine, right? So um, maybe let's go back like maybe five or 10 years ago. How did your life look back then? Yeah, how, how was your feeling state? Um, yeah, just... Um, just go back. Let's yeah. make a time machine. Back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just fly back then. <laughs> Absolutely. So... I think one of my turning points in my personal life was um, was a, yeah was two thousand um, yeah two thousand eleven two thousand eleven was one of my most amazing turning points and uh, before I start to go back there and I just want to uh, uh, yeah maybe contextualize you guys who I am where I'm coming from to give you a short introduction um, first of all I'm 36 almost 37 years old I'm from Hamburg from Germany and um, I uh, yeah I studied business psychology and before studying it I, I was making or I was part of an apprenticeship in Allianz with the Chamber of Commerce in, in, in Hamburg and um in yeah one of my highlights in this whole studying time was my um uh internship in india in 2008 it was literally shaping my life in the sense of giving me an orientation of the abundance of life in terms of experiences cultures uh, the opportunity to really, really learn and practice gratitude for so many things. And 
since then i i don't know if you had this moment in your life that you feel wow this feels definitely right yeah something feels definitely right and that was in 2008 and exactly i was i was saying my life change began in 2011 but there's a reason why i'm telling you the story before because after coming back from this beautiful experience i had for more than four months in in, in mumbai and traveling through India, um, one of the most challenging times started. And um, I was just in front of starting a supposedly dream job, which I thought would be my absolutely dream job, a leadership career in a multinational company in the city I always wanted to live in, in Berlin, where I for this time my my boyfriend was living and after studying in Heidelberg getting to Berlin that was my highlight mm -hmm. and um, yes I was starting there and I don't know if you know the moment that you step into the room you get a certain vibe <laughs> and um, yeah and I got a really <laughs> negative vibe from the person who was receiving me it was like a scan up and down i think that is especially what women recognize sometimes when you step yeah. into a room and you get this screening yeah. Yeah. and i felt okay that is something is not right here and i stepped into a, a, a yeah how can i say yeah, the, the induction time in this job was basically uh, based on a really, as a psychologist, I would call it absolutely bullying situation. Mm. And I never thought that it would happen to me, never ever. Mm -hmm. um, I thought I would be as a psychologist, uh, yeah, business psychologist, I would be prepared for that, but I wasn't. I not only faced such, uh, yeah, how do you say it in English? Dehumilation, De like, or like a realization situation. Yeah, something like that situation yeah. that mostly I had, I wasn't prepared to, uh, to face it. Yeah, I mean, in the end, I did. I said, okay, I did my best. I talked to a lot of people, I asked for help, I tried to change things, I tried to face it, tried to face it as well with the person, with my boss. Um, but today I understood as well that, that this wasn't my path. It definitely wasn't my path. And today I'm thankful for the situation because it really showed me that there is something else waiting for me. So I... I left this company two, uh, two months later, but what was staying, and that's the introduction about it, uh, was a huge wound, yeah, uh, like really undiscovered. And even though I found uh, soon another job I was very interested in, I got my recognition, I had my position, uh, in something which was HR coordination and project management, which was super cool for me in this time. Mm. I had a whole insecurity inside me and I didn't heal this. And on top in this time, um, I have to as well announce, or 
tell you guys that my mom was diagnosed cancer. My my dad had as well a terrible health condition. I really thought I I'm going to lose him, and I still was in the beginning of 20. So, I mean, it was by myself in a new city. So many challenges that I haven't really been able or I hadn't had the tools to deal with this. And what happened is that I uh, two years, no, one year later, I got diagnosed with a hormonal tumor in my hypothesis. And that was basically the result of the stress I suffered of these days, of these years of one and a half years. Mm. And I really didn't pay attention to it because I wanted to show that I'm capable, that I'm yeah, that I can do it. I can't mess this job up. Yeah. After not finishing one, no one, it was like an internal super conflict of mine to, uh, to say, no, I can't stop right now. It's, and, and I was working and working and turned as well today, I would say in a total workaholic mm -hmm. to prove my, uh, competences. And in 2011, my body said no more. And um, 2011, I not only had this tumor, uh, hormonal yeah, explosion, I would say, like I, my, my whole system was totally unbalanced, hormonally unbalanced. Luckily, it, it's not cancer. I'm so, so grateful for that. Um, but I was feeling physically and emotionally totally knocked out and it was a burnout. So 2011, coming back to this point, was the big wake up call of physically emotionally and it was 11 months uh in in uh how do you say in capacity or like not working mm -hmm. yeah uh, and capacity i would say yeah and, um yeah it's like um yeah. out of work Mm -hmm. And in this in this eleven months, I took the chance to really uh, ask myself, Sarah, what is it? What you are here for? And the answer was from the universe: be finally the creator of your life, Sarah. Get out of this role, this victim role, and become the creator of your life. And um, there, really, my life changed because i took big decisions and i'm completely yeah convinced that everything starts with a decision and it wasn't easy it was really difficult but i took the decision to to quit this job to as well break up with a long-term relationship with wasn't going where i wanted to go and i moved back to hamburg mm. And I ask myself another question, what would you do if time and money would not matter? Mm -hmm. And it would, the answer was to travel the world. Something I never allowed myself in my study time or before. People were traveling around the world around me and I know I have to do first the apprenticeship, I have to do first the study, I have to show to the world that I have an awesome job yeah in the multinational company but no it's I'm 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 totally um yeah you know what I mean it's like but 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 uh 
yeah, I didn't allow it to myself. And then when I asked myself, what would you really do? What is your heart telling you? And I said, yeah, I would love to travel the world. I really would love to do it. And I did it. Even it was irrealistic. It was, uh, I thought it's not possible financially, time-wise. But I took the decision and in 2012, I traveled the world. And there is basically where I became aware of myself, of what is very important for me. It wasn't a, only a joyful travel. It was really a travel to my inner self with ups and downs, with very reflective moments. Um, and yeah, life gifted me so many lessons which today yeah i'm i'm really understanding as lessons of life which now i'm i'm here to 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 share mm -hmm. and what what happened after this is basically that um yeah i really made a wish list for the first or i always i remember that uh, i always was interested in coaching since i got out of school i always uh, had this vision boards and wish lists and everything but somehow I wasn't really connected with this and I um, yeah in this moment I said okay Sarah what is it what what you would like your life look, to look like and um, I said I would like to continue traveling I want to continue traveling I wish to have an international family I would love to build my own coaching business I really want to make this dream come to, to become a coach, finally, after all these years. Yes, and I went home to Hamburg and I was just about to start my next job and something inside me, no, you can't do this. You have to continue traveling. And I took the decision to learn Spanish, to go back to South America. And then exactly in this time, life was conspiring me, all the things I met my nowadays husband i got a job offer so that i could come back uh with yeah like with an opportunity to 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 have an yeah to have a job to have a, an apartment here in colombia i mean this is as well something uh, a lot of people ask me why colombia we could talk about it for <laughs> a lot of time more <laughs> Um, but yeah, and since then, seven years ago, I moved to Colombia. I um, I was working here in HR for one year. Then, then I took the the opportunity to uh, yeah to go into the business of my now nowadays husband, and to um, yeah to find a way into my independence since. 2018 it was time to ask myself and what about my own business <laughs> what about my my competence what about all the things i want to do and i need to tell you i needed first of all the courage yeah the courage to to give myself the permission to share my personal light with the world and since 2018 as well thanks to my husband i started to focus on this and nowadays yeah i have my own company here in colombia i have two coaching programs i'm i will launch now officially but it's all prepared um i uh, 
yeah, I'm, I'm doing individual coachings. I did here several, several trainings. Um, I'm, yeah, I, uh, I'm very, very happy to, to say that, um, I found my purpose and I'm happy to share now my light with the world so that others, yeah, find their own lights. And that in the end, my intention is to connect us, yeah, to connect us, each and every one of us with our individual lights to illuminate this world and to make it to a better place step by step. That's my, my biggest wish. Oh, wow, Sarah. Thank you so, so much for really describing your whole story. I think it's really, really amazing um, that you actually took the courage really to, um, you know, um, go for what your heart was telling you, you know, that, you know, first of all, that you quit your job. Was it back in 2011, 2012, yeah. something like that? It was that? in 2011, exactly. 2011, yeah. And to have really the courage to say that, okay, now I'm listening right now to this voice inside of me. So for all of the people out there now who are like, maybe they are in the same situation right now, stuck there, what kind of advice would give them? How can they start or maybe find this own voice inside themselves? First of all, I have to tell you, it wasn't easy. Yeah. And this is, it was one of my most difficult times in my life. And I was so close to give up because I said, I'm 29. I mean, my mom's health, everyone, like, I mean, so many challenges. Yeah. And then my own situation. And this is sometimes, what ha what is happening around us that we say oh my man what else yeah and and even it doesn't have to be health related but and i think the first one is to surrender not to give up but to to let go of struggling against it i needed to face it yeah like let's face it sarah you're absolutely <laughs> not happy <laughs> I mean, something is definitely wrong. Yeah, let's face it. That was the first thing I would like to share with all of us, uh, all of you who are listening. It's like to allow yourself to, to surrender, to, uh, yeah, to say, okay, whatever, <laughs> whatever. And this is like the liberation. When I said, okay, I'm, I have to go. I have to go to a psychologist right now. I have to go to the doctor and I have to go as well to a psychologist because something is not right. I, I really had this burnout. And as a psychologist, I mean, I said, I can't have a depression. I mean, this is, this is not working for me. Yeah, to admit this, that I need help. Yeah, that is, that is something which, is, which I want to invite all of you. It's the biggest strength in the end to say, hello, can someone help me? Yeah, mm. that's something I would like to, it's the, the first thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's, it's so important actually to, to be so honest with yourself that you recognize, yeah. okay, shit, now there is something going on inside of me and the life right now, it's not working for me. 
and to yeah. really look at it and yeah, really to have the courage actually to face it. And then what kind of steps could a person do um, after they become aware of it? I mean, the very first step for me was like, like really to ask for help. And it was, it's like to, uh, to see, okay, who, I, first of all, to open up, to share it, to share it with my, to share it with my family that something is really not right. Yeah. To, uh, to share it with my boyfriend and saying, sorry, I can't anymore. I, something, no, something wasn't right. And, and um, I was struggling for a long time. I mean, I tell you, it's like, I had this notice of my my health condition and I was going, going, going till, till it didn't work. So, I mean, it was a huge lesson for me, a very huge lesson in life. And um, so the first thing to ask for help and to really ask yourself, what kind of help would I need? Because out there, there's so much help and everyone has an opinion. Yeah, everyone has a different opinion. Mm. And uh, it, is, it was for me a healing process to, uh, to uh, start as well, becoming aware of what is important for me and what is good, what is good for me. And for me, in this sense, I started, or the, the doctor, I went, my, my personal doctor, uh, she, uh, she recommended me to a psychologist and then that was okay but for me coaching was a solution and as well other um other uh, i mean i made some as well it's not reiki it's craniosacral therapy thing to really align my energy level i mean i did some alternative methods with for me yeah were important because cognitive i was totally blocked <laughs> yeah i mean i uh, don't need to analyze so many things in this moment but it's everyone has another need and my invitation to all of you who might be in a situation like this ask yourself what kind of help would be important for you and even maybe asking for a coaching session so that someone can guide you to understand what would help you mm. no totally yeah, yeah it's it's so important to actually get gardens um, because that's sometimes we're so stuck in our heads that we, we actually don't see any opportunities. We're like so blind to see anything yeah. uh, else. So um, yeah, that's a really, really good advice. And um, one of your main topics is like becoming the creator of your own life. And how could you develop this creation power inside of yourself what could you do just to become the creator of your own life absolutely yeah what an important question what an yeah and it's like the the main question i dealt with especially the last couple of years i want to tell you that when i left school i always had this i always had this wish to to help people to get into their potential. But first of all, I needed to find this way in myself. Mm -hmm. I needed to really yeah. uh, get into those, my own potential. And that was the first, first, first step with self-awareness. Mm -hmm. It was 
who am I, where, where am I in my life, what is important for me, what do I do not want anymore. Um, this, this process of getting to know me better and, and allowing to see myself as an individual person, not as a society person who needs to fulfill expectations, but really to allow myself to to, to, to open this heart and not to judge myself for what is coming out mm -hmm. was the very first step. That was the very first step. The second step I, um, I discovered within myself, that's my personal process, is to, to allow myself to, uh, to believe in my dreams. Um, I think one of the, I would call it, and you know we can discuss about this, but sometimes I feel it's like a disease that that uh, we stop dreaming. It's like uh, total, yeah, like, you're not allowed to dream, yeah, like uh, this energy. And, and, and I feel it's one of our soul necessities or soul purposes is based on our visualization, our imagination, our dreams. And there's so much, there's a whole connection, a whole communication. And when we cut this stream, what I learned too, yeah, dreams are not able to come true and you can't be a dreamer, you have to be realistic and all these things which we grow up with. That's, that's my second personal step towards uh, creative power. And the third one is to be convinced, to be convinced that everything is possible and that it's possible to get out of limitations. It's possible to uh, to uh, to grow to learn and to develop and it's possible to live as well your dreams and um it sounds cheesy but i think it's the fundament of yeah for me literally everything because in there there in this in this uh alignment between self-awareness visualization power and and activate or allowing to dream and becoming convinced yeah of yourself of your power of of the power of your thoughts of your emotions um of your manifestation power yeah that you're like of your nature basically mm -hmm. for me there's there they are the three fundamentals to activate for me the creative potential Mm-hmm. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, it's yet it's like yet a yet a fundamental thing really. These are like the pillars of um, you know, becoming really the creator of your own life and really yeah, taking action um towards your dreams. And I think first of all, you yeah, you really have to think about and analyze your own life. So what's working for me what you know what could I change and what do I have to let go of like who can I forgive and um yeah it's always a part of letting go of something like a baggage which we are like carrying around our whole life and now it's actually time to look at it look at all the parts and inside the bag and um, become aware of like okay I don't need this anymore or maybe throw it away you know totally. <laughs> absolutely yeah. and 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 there is one thing uh i i i want to uh i want to add um this journey i traveled 
really it's like life gifted me seven lessons and um and it has it has especially to do to understand that change yeah change is our constant and and to to allow to adapt to change to trust as well in my own story to find trust in my story and to find trust as well in my vision and my dreams and as well to connect with nature one thing especially uh, you're not in australia and i mean right now we are facing this but i had one of the most magical experience when i was traveling to australia and i'm my heart is really touched right now with seeing what is happening there it's like oh my god i mean i was so i was so stunned by this nature there and by the power of the nature i mean uh, I never felt so so lost because I was visiting a friend in Exmouth. It's in the middle of nowhere, 600 kilometers from Perth. I mean, pure desert, and and I was really for the first time connected with so so detached from uh, socialization. Yeah, and. One of the most amazing experiences I made is the power of nature. Then the the experience of to find guidance as well, to ask for help, mm. and um, to uh, connect with a lot of self love. And that's what you're very special here. <laughs> your topic is about and to really, yeah, to really connect with self love and to become convinced of your own powers. No, that was like the process, and that was what have been the lessons. I got taught mm-hmm. on this journey. Yeah, totally. Oh, it's oh, it's so beautiful. I think my heart really oh, it opens up. It's full of joy. Just um, yeah, seeing you talking about all this stuff and just the journey that you did and the lessons you learned on this way. And I, I'm I'm so so grateful that you're really in this podcast here today with me. Um, just to, to share this message with other people. I think it's so, so important. And um, yes, Sarah, um, and we're coming um, soon to an end. I mean, I love to talk with you like for hours. <laughs> and I will continue uh, version yeah. two. <laughs> yeah, part two. Part two, part two. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so the, I just have a few uh, questions for... Um, the end so is there a book which you really would recommend and maybe change your life as well i think there is uh there are many but one was there is seven spiritual laws of deepak chopra i have to tell you that these i mean i i heard from deepak chopra in 2008 when i was in india and for me it was so far i mean i was spiritually detached i mean i wasn't i was no i wasn't on this path yet so but but i started this i started understanding the importance of spirituality in my personal life and since i got aware about the power of these spiritual laws i uh, yeah it changed my life and they are as well part of one of my programs uh, because they helped me so much to to understand 
the life circumstances under yeah from a different perspective and this is one one book i can really 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 recommend i i mean it's it's very spiritual and but on the other hand as well very practically Deepak Chopra has beautiful invitation to implement this in our life and yeah that's one of them I mean I have a lot but this was the first one mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah I love this book as well I will put it definitely in the show notes yeah and um, so imagine I would give you a microphone now and this microphone is connected to every radio station and every tv station from this world everyone can understand your language I mean you can speak a lot of languages anyway <laughs> um but um you have now one minute time to share something with the world and everyone can hear it what would it be well <laughs> what an amazing question yes i uh, my one minute would start that for me one of the vision in life is to um, help as many people as possible to activate their creative potential because it was the biggest gift life gifted me seven years ago seven eight years ago and today my personal mission is to accompany you and i'm saying exactly you in designing your life in believing again in your dreams and allowing yourself to break free from the limitations you yeah you build it up or you took with you on this journey and to see behind every challenge a huge opportunity mm -hmm. and um, let's become together the creators of our life let's really create connect and contribute together to the best to the to the best uh, for the world because i feel when we are good when when you're good then you are then you can really contribute with your own life mm -hmm. oh so beautiful <laughs> everyone on the world is like now sarah 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 <laughs> yeah let's do it together i think that for me it's it's basically the journey let's travel maybe i should add <laughs> again let's travel this journey together yeah mm -hmm. let's let's unite us i i felt for a long time very separated in my personal life since i allowed myself to connect and this connection i want to uh, that's why my community as well not the creators connection community <laughs> is because it's like for me it's we are all in the same path i mean we are yeah and there's there's enough for everyone when we are starting to live under this under this vision and one of my values my biggest values is as well the philosophy of ubuntu which is i am i am because we are yeah i am because we are and that that was one one inspiration for me why i named myself i am sarah baltus in in, in instagram because my sarah baltus was already taken and i said What is basically the what are the most powerful world words? And it's I am. I am because we are. Mm. We are. 
Oh, oh, that's so, so, so beautiful. Thank you so, so much, Sarah. And um, how can people find you? I mean, one that, that is, that is right now my, my mission to become more visible, to, to start this journey of visibility on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube, with my podcast on Spotify and on iTunes. I mean, you can find me on Instagram and I'm Sarah Baltus on my website, sarahbaltus.com, where everything is linked. And um, yeah, I'm... I want to invite you all to uh, to be part of a global connection community mm -hmm. to, to really unite us. And that's um, that's what, where you can find me too in Facebook. It's Creators Connection Community uh, with the intention to uh, to yeah to accompany us on our path of yeah. First of all, activating our creative potential of accompanying us to really, uh, yeah, go stand up for our dreams and to mm -hmm. contribute with our individual life. And mm -hmm. so sometimes we first have to find it. And I would love to help you, yeah, to, to help each other, to help each other finding it. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Yeah, we'll put everything in the show notes. So, dear Sarah, thank you so, so much for this beautiful, beautiful interview. I'm so excited when I'm publishing it <laughs> and everyone yeah. can hear it. And yeah, it was wonderful to talk with you and really, yeah, dive into your world, your journey. And thanks just for your whole work, what you're putting out there. And yeah, thanks for being you. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. All the best continue with it we're very aligned we're very aligned on the method and i really thank you for your invitation all the best for you thank you all the best to you bye 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 <laughs>